Hello, welcome again, guys. So this is actually the second episode we are doing. Actually, uh, you know, CRT and uh, me, both of us thought that uh, we should have another uh, episode where we could continue the conversation we had last time. If you've not seen the previous episode, it was uh, the one titled uh, "Cast Kanging," the you know reasonable limits that should be applied to that. We discussed that and some related things. So I want to continue that uh, and you know uh, go in a more uh, maybe uh, in a slightly slightly different direction also uh, in this uh, particular episode where we can also talk about things maybe which are a little more controversial actually go deeper into some issues and uh, in general talk about uh, you know how caste class these kind of social dynamics are uh, evolving today. So CRT bro, how are you? Welcome. I'm doing fine. Uh, thanks for having me again. Hi, uh, it's a pleasure. And, and to the people, and thanks to the people who give feedback. Last time I heard a lot of complaints about noise. This time mm. we have taken uh, extra effort to avoid those problems. Hopefully, it works out for everyone. Yeah, if uh, one of us uh, dies of a heat stroke, uh, audience, we have. <laughs> <laughs> been uh, martyred for you for your viewing pleasure thank you so uh yeah bro so uh, specifically uh any uh particular uh topic subtopic you remember from last time where you want to begin from yes last time we were talking about uh, the often jives that Ra- uh, rashford community faces are okay uh, marital alliances with Mughals. Yeah. I was about to make a point, but we had to cut it off because we were yeah. running out of time for that. See, this is uh, there are two two aspects that I have problems with when people usually make that. One point that we have already mentioned that other communities also, which which were uh, uh, landlord or. Ha- had any kind of uh, yeah. uh, royal heritage, had better alliances with Mughals. Right. So, so it's not right to single out to Rajputs over that. But moreover, like, uh, I had a broader uh, geopolitical point to make. Okay, what hmm. is uh, dharma of a ruler? What, what is the duty of a ruler towards his citizens, right. towards Praja, right? Hmm. And People often make this uh, categorical mistake that they think your duty is to fight no matter what. And I don't think that is the case. Duty is to protect Hmm. by any means necessary, Hmm. not to fight. Hmm. Fighting for fighting's sake Hmm. makes no sense. If you are fighting Hmm. and still failing to protect, Hmm. what's the purpose of fight at all? And if you Hmm. could protect your people Hmm. from diplomatic means, Hmm. then what's wrong with diplomacy hmm. i mean zelensky is fighting russia but i don't think zelensky is an example of hmm. good ruler he's uh, he's directly hmm. responsible for ma- massacre of countless Ukrainian hmm. citizens he's throwing them into hmm. meat grind just to satisfy his western masters yeah hmm. i mean e- even if le- leads to annexation of ukraine a peaceful annexation would be Hmm. Much better than what this uh, war is leading to for, for Ukrainian people. And they find hmm. it uh, kind of humiliating that uh, 
राजपूत मैरी गोफू मैरी गोफू मुगल्स बट टू आस्क ओके बारबेरिक इस्लामिक होर्स आर एंटरिंग योर नेबरहुड्स योर लैंड्स एंड नाउ देयर इज द कलेक्टिव रेप रेप ऑफ थाउजेंड्स ऑफ वुमेन आर यू हैप्पी विद दैट आर यू हैप्पी विद दैट ऑल्टरनेटिव आई मीन व्हाई इज दिस काइंड ऑफ जजमेंट बीइंग इंपोज्ड इट्स पीपल आर बीइंग लाइक आ Armchair strategist or armchair historian—I don't know what to say. Hmm. But neither this jab is funny, hmm. nor any kind of yeah. moral sense. It doesn't make moral hmm. sense. It doesn't make strategic sense. Absolutely, it, it's not even funny. Yeah. Like, I mean, 70 years old hmm. joke was given. Hmm. Right. I and you know it is most often repeated by people who. are you know like we were discussing last time there are those suppliers of you know in many cases false pride right who yes. are looking for these kind of uh, caste battles to continue like it can be any community right it can be brahmin rajput it can be maratha rajput it can be like anyone and i'm not saying i'm not blaming any particular uh, group because you know everyone is uh, there are you know certain sections this is their bread and butter so they are not i mean if you want to think about these matters you have to think with a certain kind of sincerity you you mm-hmm. have to take, take these things into consideration but right <coughs> excuse me hmm but they are neither thinking it from a religious perspective or a nationalistic perspective right they they just try to make a jive yeah i mean Win um, internet brownie points. Yeah, the thing with Kanging culture is, hmm. I have seen pettiness that hmm. you wouldn't believe. I mean, okay, it extends to such lowest of the lows. Ah, uh, I mean, I have seen people for, uh, fighting about which cast ha- has more act- actresses in these. Uh, I mean. what are these okt services now this and they keep point of that hmm. and they fight about that on twitter i'm like what is wrong with you abhi ek to time tumhare paas itna kahan se ubar se koi self awareness nahi hai ki agar koi dekhe ki hum ye discuss kare aur is mamle mein kitad uchhal rahe hain to bhai tumhari class ki actress one thing i think khatri deserves quite some quite a bit of praise for even though they have been disproportionately represented in a lot of cinema and bollywood and all i think generally they don't uh, themselves go out and you know uh, try and beat the chess ki dekho humne kitne actor diye kitne actresses diye they don't do that <laughs> it's uh, that is a very weird thing to <laughs> brag about matlab yeah they, they are not trying to brag they are trying Haan. to embarrass each other अच्छा 
एक्टर्स में लोग ब्रैक करते हैं में लोग करते हैं राइट विंग का जनरल कंजर्वेटिव वो रहता है तो in whatever field we hmm. talk about in any field there is a tally nowadays who is okay. doing that uh, people keep tally on hmm. uh, produced more dons or bahubalis i mean <laughs> criminal chiefs hmm. like hmm. okay you, actually you i might... once did do something uh, like in of this nature it was slightly different like uh, you might remember i posted a list of uh, army chiefs uh, in india by uh, yes. like caste generally matlab mostly 19 90 95% accurate ki likely which caste they are from and matlab that was i was just curious like because you know like historically there were some caste which were extremely dominant in the military officer cadre like i think initially i think uh, uh, a lot of uh, punjabi caste were quite dominant then there was a period <coughs> when uh, quite a lot of south indian caste i think became quite uh, well represented more than well represented in fact and uh, now i think we are entering that era when uh, we are seeing a lot of these pahadi castes also uh, moving in and uh, up and uh, up and uh, bihar and i think hindi heartland generally had a decent representation only even because of i guess the overall population size and uh, gen- in general they have uh, a lot of castes which still uh, look at government service as a as a very lucrative career in all aspects so among among jawans up bihar has always dominated okay i'm not sure about officers but in jawan right. category up bihar outweigh them do you uh, know any numbers by the way about uh, that last time i heard, uh, last time i saw i i'm not Hmm. I've seen some numbers, but huh. uh, I can't uh, recall exactly. Hmm. But UP has uh, given about seventeen percent of all jawans. Seventeen, one seven. Okay. Hmm. Okay. Yes. And Which is uh, uh, is it? It's almost the same, right? As UP's proportion of the population, or uh, more yes. than that? How, okay. Yes, it's uh, almost same. हाँ, Bihar also I think uh, then Bihar might be like a nine, ten percent maybe. Yes, Bihar uh, uh, also close. Yeah. Uh, by proportion of uh, population, I think I mean on per capita basis, mm. I think uh, J and K because of Jammu recruits. Mm. Yeah. Bachal and Uttarakhand. Uh, yeah. Are, are mm. at the top. yeah i think uh, particularly i think uh, western <coughs> himalayan uh, regions actually hmm. even uh, uh, like even uttarakhand has pretty decent representation considering it's such a small state but uh, himachal beats that by a uh, fair margin like uh, from what i've seen and i think uh, himachal and jammu is also culturally very similar to himachal so they're also very very highly represented both i think uh, rajputs and brahmins generally from those areas yeah. Yes. 
do you remember uh, uh, muslim people's uh, when anti muslim rights were held in jammu and muslims were kicked out of uh are you talking about the partition time or uh, some other yeah partition time okay yeah i i i know like basic information about that jammu was in fact okay. i think almost on the verge of being an overall muslim majority region right at, at that point no uh, hmm. I'm, i'm not sure actually but uh, because ja- uh, jammu the jammu region today current hmm. thapar, yeah please once current thapar mentioned that uh, jammu hindus uh, organized riots against muslims hmm. and uh, all i could hmm. react to that was hmm. based i mean <laughs> so, like yeah no shit man like <laughs> everyone is uh, genociding the minorities in their areas like you're not going to sit around and wait uh, till these guys you know essentially uh, start doing it to you instead of huh? well that is how you know, but ev- hmm. everyone throws the shit and shit at the jnk hindus huh. like मुस्लिम <laughs> Huh. That's best. You don't pay attention to that. So the, yeah, no, but but I that is from a left wing. Like you would expect a left winger to say that. But uh, like people who would criticize them, that you guys can't do anything. You are this, this, and that. I don't know who those people are. Might be some of these more Khalistani type of guys. No, no, you know who who are these kind of guys who who want to play this? Oh, you are secular huh. servants. Oh, right. You, you huh. and you begin to convert to pushmanda muslims Haan. you begin to embrace them so that's why you became i i have seen that uh, that jaib uh, uh, at uh, kashmiri uh, kashmiri pandits more generally specifically yes uh, kashmiri Haan. but uh, i mean kashmiri pandits jammu pandits what's the big difference uh, no the, i think there would be like a big difference matlab uh, uh, in the sense i mean yes jammu Haan. has more dogras i get that ha no but uh, like overall there's a pretty big uh, distinction in that sense no like uh, historically uh, like for example uh, the kashmiri pandits right they were they, so that area is physically geographically isolated matlab the valley as you know so seen the map it yeah, it, so it, it it was actually very difficult to pass uh, in in earlier era, eras especially so basically you have people who are speaking an entirely different language which is i think not even considered to be like a proper uh, like a like an indo-aryan like in that classification language considered to be like a different sort of group right dardic uh, languages and semitic no no dardic languages <laughs> no no not semitic okay. yeah i don't believe in those uh, those kind of uh, weird theories but uh, but yeah but basically so distinctive that you almost have i think in uh, modern day india you don't have any other uh, like major language even like slightly decent sized language which is actually uh, in that group except for kashmiri and like uh, i think kishtwari if you actually counted counted that as a separate language i think dogras generally very similar culturally to the greater punjab region himachal north indian general so ha oh, right, yeah okay. so, actually crt sorry uh, just to kind of bring back one thing 
I remember uh, like when you were talking about the issue of uh, these jives being thrown at Rajputs in particular, uh, you mentioned, so you said, you basically gave an example, right? Ki, like if yes. the Turks are coming in, they're uh, massacring and in general uh, raping, robbing, like destroying everything. Isn't it better to solve uh, things in a diplomatic way and give take that one individual's, let's say, even you might call it humiliation to save the yes. public, right? So, yes. yeah, so in that sense, like many people give, so this is, this is where I think uh, the question of many people for in many people's minds, the question of dharmic ethics versus pragmatism comes in, right? Because many people uh, like uh, give these examples online, mate. I don't know how true most of these examples are, where they say ki the Hindu king, let's say did, uh, did not fight at night, right? Uh, because of, uh, uh, you know, That's certain bullshit. conventions. <laughs> and uh, and even other examples, things like ki, uh, when we captured their war camp, we let all the women go generally and stuff like that. Or <clears throat> so do you think uh, these have anything to do with any particular dharmic code of uh, like warfare or it was just like convention or most of these stories are made up in fact? See, uh, there, uh, there are I've heard hmm. this thing about um, no fighting at night, but hmm. I, uh, it's uh, it's my general presumption that it ha- happened because lack of daylight and okay. fighting in night without uh, without any light, light would have been pretty p- pointless, I think. Hmm. I mean, pragma- even pragmatically hmm. speaking, hmm. It, uh, it was not worth the... Right. I mean, in some cases, it might have been Hmm. Let's say there's hmm. a uh, this is an open area and uh, hmm. there's moonlight and you have enough fire to carry on. But if you are carrying around fire, may, hmm. you would have caught attention uh, of whoever is uh, at watch. So, right. Uh, I mean, hmm. maybe there hmm. was a practical reason for no fighting during the night time. Yeah, right. right. But hmm. I don't think it was a, a strict rule. Army rule. Hmm. So it was a strict rule. Hmm. In some cases, it might have held. In some cases, hmm. it might not have held. Right. But I, I don't hmm. assume that we lost hmm. because we were hmm. rebel and shit. Hmm. Because huh. I mean, uh, Rami Lakshmi by what is also considered one of those who fought hmm. and raped hmm. and all that. Yeah. But uh, if, if you look into the accounts. It, Turns out that she was, she hmm. she massacred the innocent civilians. Hmm. She was not honorable person. Huh. And uh, uh, actually, I'll, I just want to mention one more example which I've heard. This uh, this one is more of an anecdote uh, from the hills. So this is uh, like a smaller conflict uh, between the Garhwal Kingdom and uh, some smaller kingdom in the modern day Tibet region. So apparently okay. on the border, so at that time, the convention amongst uh, Hindu males there was like uh, Savan males was uh, to have your meal uh, without uh, wearing like your like main garments, right? Okay. So you would like yeah, almost be uh, semi-naked when having your meal, like uh, lunch, dinner, whatever. And uh, yeah, so now imagine, so what the, the example basically was that now imagine you're, you're encamped in those areas where it's like literally almost winter and like snowing everywhere and everything on the border with Tibet and you're supposed to fight the next day and uh, you're having a meal in that sort of environment while you're like almost like half naked. 
so like many people who obviously start dying to frostbite and you know th- uh, cold related complications right so okay yeah so apparently uh, this thing uh, w- was a problem at in one of these particular wards and it happened for like maybe a few days or something and then obviously then smarter people smarter sense prevailed and uh, suddenly there was like a proper edict from the king himself apparently he was, uh, so he was referred to as a bol badri in, uh, in in that ca- means that uh, you know let's say uh, god badrinath's uh, voice on in in the metaphysic in the sorry the uh, temporal uh, plane in in on earth so he when he apparently gave that edict that it's fine like for the warfare period you can just like keep your clothes on and eat the meals then apparently the soldiers decided okay fine you can yeah stop dying to frostbite so like uh, that was one example which seemed pretty extreme to me i don't know do you do you think these kind of things would have happened like a lot or like it's just maybe a one off thing or exaggerated i mean if this is a part of hmm. oral history i huh. actually you know for some reason <laughs> i'm more biased towards oral oral history than written history of india okay you will find this more trustworthy yes uh, okay. i mean of course uh, some hmm. uh, hole in the gaps can be filled yeah. by my own rationalizations right maybe it was uh, you know sometimes elites Huh. For, force their own costly rituals on on everyone else on yeah uh, without and, thinking uh, of second order effects and those things yes yes, huh. yes. so I, i think it may be a case huh. of that yeah this you i know, think great indian tradition has continued in modern day decision making also in india with yes, our elites yes <laughs> yeah. yeah so so this is my my guess that maybe it right. was things uh, i mean kings hmm. law and order and hmm. people take this out of fear of kings law and order right but hmm. then it hmm. backfired on king ha. king's own regime itself hmm. so he had to right. make a reform or like so there is a chance that it is believable but hmm. whenever i see something like this written hmm. that i get out of propaganda i am more skeptical than i am skeptical towards uh, oral right. history right and i think all these Yeah, please. Rose, it's uh, a descendant's hmm. memory and they hmm. transfer through generations. Hmm. So, why would anyone fall falsify it? Hmm. I mean, a little bit. Especially if, if, if there is a story which is kind of more embarrassing, right? You can expect stories yes. about glorification to be exaggerated, but yeah. Yes, exactly. Hmm. Hmm. Right. So. That's yeah. The reason. Hmm. Right. Yeah, CRT. I think just one related point I actually wanted to mention. Get your thoughts on this, and I think this is also you know people have this way of uh, you know trying to explain away that हम लोग इसले हारे थे या फिर you know Mughals or Muslim whoever came and conquered because हम लोग ज़्यादा ही idealistic थे और जैसे कि हम लोग ज़्यादा ही कुछ मतलब अच्छे लोग थे वो never attack मतलब you know this is the propaganda which is spread like even I think Ajit Doval or some senior person with the government one said ki india is the only nation we are the only civilization who never attacked anyone like, like why would you be proud of some like that's not true first of all and why would you be proud of that no uh, see uh, i think uh, half hmm. of that shit is uh, something crafted out of ministry of external affairs i think ha <laughs> huh. 
Eastern frontier was. Yeah. And, uh, this is in the early how, 60s, right? Before 62, the war. Yes, yes. Hmm. We, we worked with CIA to spy on hmm. China and people think hmm. that Nehru was a Soviet agent when hmm. he was working with CIA right. against China. Right. These, but uh, these things are hmm. casually, hmm. casually ignored. Right. And See, do, what, what about uh, these examples? Then people will give that Nehru, to he uh, uh, basically said that India does not want to develop nuclear pa- uh, weapons. When the US said that okay, you do it. Like these are you all think mostly fake stories or like this has any basis? I know this is very specific. Uh, hmm. I mean, I'm not exactly aware hmm. about this hmm. this particular. Story. Um, but even if it happened, hmm. mostly I would say Nehru was a politician, and the politicians hmm. lie all the time. Yeah, they change why, their mind all the time. Also, taking, huh. yeah, at one week hmm. we call Congress party liars, propagandists, hmm. bastards, wagera hmm. wagera. But at the same time, we take them for granted on their own words that these people were peaceful idealists. Hmm. How can wait a minute? How was this hmm. that corrupt? And also idealist at the same time. Hmm. Only Bhajipao people complain. I mean, they. Right. I mean, of course, they can't. Huh. Only they believe in this bullshit that he yeah. was corrupt, but also <laughs> yeah. idealist. Yeah, that yeah. he was n- naive also, and he was a master Machiavellian also at the same time. Yes. Yeah. So hmm. make a choice. This, this narrative does not make sense to me. I, I thoroughly believe. Yes, hmm. Nehru was secular, but he was an aggressive secular. And uh, hmm. he he believed in territorial expansion, and uh, he yeah uh, entire history shows that Congress tried its best hmm. to keep India united and under its own monopoly. That's actually a very good point. Yeah, entire history shows that, hmm. and uh, people often hmm. ask why did they agree to Pakistan? And the one thing that uh, is easy to notice is that Jinnah hmm. and Ambedkar was together. Right and Nehru agreed to give away Pakistan just so that he could break that Jinnah Ambedkar unity, and hmm. and 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 that compromise hmm. word Jinnah dropped Ambedkar like a hot potato the very day he got confirmation that he will get Pakistan. Right, and exactly. Ambedkar was left politically hopeless after that. That hmm. was a good maneuver, and I appreciate Nehru for that. At one end, we got rid hmm. of uh, a large majority of mullahs, and and the other thing, Ambedkar lost a serious amount of influence uh, and yeah. uh, leverage to bargain. So right. that, that was good. Actually, all if over, you think about around. it, CRT, just uh, one hypothetical I want to mention. Think about it: if that had not happened, then you have elections where twenty-five, thirty percent of the electorate is Muslim. And on top of that, a very large person, maybe even a plurality majority of the Dalit vote is concentrated in the uh, hands of someone who is allied to Jinnah. Just imagine, like they will probably form the government at least every second time or something. Yes, exactly. Hmm. And you know, effectively, that means that a guy who is uh, you know much smarter and probably much more you know uh, competent at uh, radical stuff. Then even someone like let's say people talk about OVC today, someone like who is 10x OVC is ruling your country almost as a dictatorship at one point, right? Like and with a, in a country right. which is 70-75% Hindu. 
yes i mean people have a uh, you know people on the right especially have hmm. this map fetish india yeah. ka map ho aur wo bada ho ha yahan tak jaye hamari brilliant point these people yeah these people do not love fe- their own people their own category they don't love fellow hmm. into they love piece of land hmm. uh, hmm. i mean this is not nation meant a group of people exactly uh, like a particular hmm. group of people who hmm. come together to form a Haan. sovereign polity to live under all right hmm. these so called nationalists are not nationalists because they don't right love their nation they don't love their fellow people these are re- this is real estate nationalism they yeah. love land like bada area hona chahiye and uh, it's essentially Are statism versus nationalism also right yes it is statism they love hmm. that bada area ho aur hmm. ek hamari wo aur wo pura delhi ke command mein ho delhi mein baithe ias ips babu ko chalaye bhale ias ips babu main kabhi ban nahi paunga because i have no chances under current mangal regime ha bada area ho right bada area chahiye ye tibbat se leke kaha tak this psychos these are psycho right. i mean they hmm. they shoot their own foot with this akhand bhar yeah. map fetish may god forgive me for taking this term but boomers no just boomers they hmm. uh, you know yeah i know a lot of others real estate yeah plus have those real estate fair fetish too we yeah. should in way hmm. we should do this that kya mil gaya yaar hmm. Yeah. How many times have you uh, received some uh, tweet or some WhatsApp or something like that from someone that from X year this is the Doval or Modi or whoever's plan to get back POK and for to take us to Kabul? Some, मतलब stuff like that, dude. And people honestly मतलब believe that shit like as if कि मतलब उस साल तक नहीं होगा तो मतलब होने तो वाला है, right? that uh, yeah, we will yeah. be incorporating uh, islamabad and rawalpindi into some extension of uh, punjab haryana or something are there is this <laughs> guy na porbotia lora ha 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 yeah i know i know who that is very infamous ha <laughs> very so called uh, demographer yes yes, yes. yeah he, he yeah he was talking about hmm. taking over myanmar You know, these are like literally people, who are you know few missteps away from having to, you know, raise like, you know, dozens of different new divisions just to maintain control over some random patch of the northeast. And these people are, I mean, in that mindset that we, ever we can just roll roll into any small neighboring country. and uh, you know we easily we'll just uh, you know it just be like another uh, greater version of nagaland right. or assam or something yeah but in logon ke baap ka kya jata hai ye hum to e influencer hai aap ko bas dopamine hit dena hai apne ha right we also look like real life alphas and and the public khush ha public khush and the the biggest problem is you even if you make any reasoned criticism thoda bhi if you give them facts statistics also you will get immediately decried as a complete black pill a complete nihilist even up agar matlab us perspective se bhi nahi bol rahe ho hello okay there, there was a bit loss of network oh no no worries yeah yeah uh, uh, till where did uh, you uh, you hear my question crt 
And actually, want to point out one thing. I don't know if I should mention this, but uh, you know, many people might not know this. But uh, I mean, I'm not talking about myself. Like, just uh, I'm not talking about my own personal things. But uh, some people, you know, uh, have this thing. Who they they again spread this thing that black pillars. So they are all these useless people in real life. Maybe you know mm-hmm. some uh, unemployed neat in a basement or something. and uh, perma virgin or whatever and uh, he is a neckbeard and that is why he is always always uh, negative right many of these people actually are quite successful in real life like many of them who i think both of us might know i'm not mentioning anyone but yeah many of these people are doing quite well so it's not as if uh, you know th- th- that everything you say online is necessarily linked to your own uh life for your own uh, decisions i mean i don't know why people have to always make everything personal but sadly that is the way to you know win internet brownie points so yeah i have a i have a friend who is uh, i mean uh let, let's just say s- super rich I, hmm. you know i'm doing pretty well for himself yeah and uh, and people call him like even he himself calls himself black pillar and push them why do you call yourself black pillar he says ha hey, you know what logo ne bataya this is black pillar no no he black pillar nahi hai and and uh, <laughs> i've seen like many many of many actual black pillars even many of them are living outside and probably earning 10 times more than what uh, you know any such chat pillar or any even a person like you or me might be making in any decent job in india right तो क्या मत इसका मतलब वो ये कि यू नो दैट पर्सन इज प्रॉब्ली लिविंग एक्चुअली लिविंग ऑन वेलफेयर इन द यूएस एंड मे बी दैट इज वाई ही इज हैप्पी अनहैप्पी कि ट्रंप ने वेलफेयर के पैसे काट दिए तो अब मैं ब्लैक पिल दूंगा अरे I will give give everyone a benefit of doubt. चलो. Right. मान लो मैं मैं हूँ नेट बियर वगैरह. हाँ मैं लूजर हूँ आप वो सक्सेसफुल सौ डेढ़ सौ एकड़ के मालिक. Whatever whatever हाँ. makes you happy man. Yeah. But point को point से counter करो ना. हाँ. अरे क्या what does that have मतलब ठीक है भाई तुम्हारे ancestors ने ले left to that thousand बीगा whatever amount of land. But what does that have to do with the TFR trends in a particular state? Yes. Uh, वैसे uh, I mean I'm not uh, I mean I'm I worry about TFR but I, hmm. I worry about TFR in just 
not in the sense that muslims right are being attacked because i do i do believe this statistics that muslim pfr is falling I, right yeah I mean, even i do believe that there is no denying it i mean yeah. I, i know there are people who doubt these statistics but huh. i think uh, muslim pfr is falling and in of course. kashmir it's just rock bottom so yeah. i'm not that much worried about kashmir hmm. some people are hyper neurotic about kashmir they huh. are very worried that we will lose hmm. kashmir and hmm. uh, kashmir files has only Um, attitude but i but stats say that uh, they are at rock bottom uh, particularly due to drug addiction and all yeah which i which i do think is a work of raw i mean have you noticed this pattern where hmm. in think every region where there is a secessionist movement in india separatist movement in india right there there is a drug epidemic in that place i mean punjab hmm. separate hmm. punjab punjab drug addict kashmir yeah. separate there's a hmm. then there's a drug epidemic in kashmir hmm. same thing happened in the northeast and there is a drug drug epidemic in the northeast and hmm. it's my hunch hmm. it's my strong hunch that this is work of raw okay I, I hmm. do think that uh, Indian intelligence apparatus is involved in distributing drugs among separatist groups to quell hmm. that hmm. movement. Right. That's my strong hunch. I mean that that's an interesting like that's an interesting hypothesis. I mean obviously there is no way for us to fully confirm anything, but uh, we can actually look at you know data and see you know from which year these trends actually intensified. and see that you know if it matches if it has a certain pattern right with the insurgency years and uh, the amount of violence because i think in punjab it's quite obvious right that uh, the violence actually started essentially collapsing when the drugs started to become really popular hello crt am i audible yes 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 uh, oh i'm really sorry okay. i had a slight disconnection of the wifi my phone was off so it took a little bit of time to set up a phone hotspot oh thank god i thought doal heard our conversation and <laughs> yeah i don't uh, think we are that popular yet hopefully one day <laughs> modi ji ka aashirwad rahe to kya kuch nahi ho sakta no you may never know ntro agents uh, work on this stuff yeah yeah but uh, perhaps uh, they'll decide it's better to you know send start sending us also uh, to some uh, drug camps instead of uh, <laughs> fighting us ki ye ab next uh, next uh, you know uh, intense movement might come out of uh, these far right uh, people you know as uh, you know that great journalist miss ayer has said in scroll so you know let's start uh, drugs for sawards free and drugs for savants afghan a pure afghan heroin for savants i think that might be the next master stroke Good, who knows finally a freebie for savants <laughs> <laughs> yeah so uh, crt i think uh, last the part where uh, you were able to hear me i think that was when i was uh, just mentioning that uh, the years when we saw violence dropping in the khalistan movement you think that is essentially when we did also see uh, drugs becoming more prominent right maybe slightly after that 
yeah i think it was uh, it's my hunch that it uh, hmm. because uh, it was the regime of uh, i mean sorry during the tenure of as dulat okay so I, i have a reason to guess so because uh, dulat was a very pragmatic chief of raw and right uh, and it's, it is said that he uh, believed in buy, buying off his enemies hmm right believe uh, basically deal making yes uh, even kashmiri separatists have accused uh, since the tenure of dulat kashmiri separatists have accused him in agencies of buying off for buying off their leaders right and many of these issues and, do kind of stem from other attempts at deal making right like more political politically inclined when the indian yes, government like whichever party was in power was trying to increase their electoral chances there through you know maybe let's say propping up someone who might have been a fundamentalist someone who might have been a bit of a risky person and then that thing itself spiraled out of control here is a, a very interesting piece of information yeah do, do you know last year uh, somewhere around the last summer i mean it was i think june or july or something right there was a there was a news about uh, a port in gujarat where uh, it was an adani operated port and adani operated ship and and it was caught with 3000 kilos of cocaine yeah i remember reading this yeah yes and this news i think was it was the biggest drug in, catch yeah in the in, in like recent history at least yes and uh, it was quickly hushed out and uh, Three thousand kilos. Yes, and My the God. matter was uh, in the matter was really me- memory hold from uh, media. Where yeah, there were a few articles here and there. Hmm. Congress tried to make some noise, hmm. but it just didn't pan out. Right. So that was. Is it known uh, where the ship was coming from? Uh, I think it was mentioned in article. I will have to okay. recheck. Hmm. Uh, but it, it did happen. You know, uh, th- one more thing about A. S. Dulat. Uh, he had uh, uh, very good re- relations with uh, Park I. S. I. Chief uh, the Durani, and uh, w- once uh, they had a very. Oh yeah, long, I think. Uh, uh, BJP shit put posters use that information to basically again go after Nehru Gandhi no dekho inke log to aisa karte the like that is their what they yeah, but, use it for yeah but the thing is bullet huh. word under uh, atal bihari watch yeah yeah so hmm. yes dulat while being the raw chief he had a very good relations with pak hmm. uh, isi chief uh, dorani and uh, a few years ago i it was 2015 or 16 these two people sat down together and gave a very long interview mm. to a certain indian journalist and uh, that interview was uh, so long that it uh, it panned out into a book which okay. is a dialogue between this reporter and these two former intelligence the video wasn't uploaded 
the video is short the actual interview is in the text form you can okay uh, find that book mm-hmm. uh, i forgot the title of the book but if huh. you just uh, search uh, okay. the durani book uh, you will find because the, those two these two gentlemen mm-hmm. along with that particular reporter are accredited as writers of that book This is okay. actually in a dialogue form between these three people. And the main uh, person who has compiled the book is—it's an Indian journalist. Yes, it, it's it's an Indian journalist. Okay. Uh, book is—I uh, vaguely remember the the title of the book. This is something like spy, spy chief, uh, something. Right. So, so uh, is it the Spy Chronicles? Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. so uh, because of this very friendly relation between these two chiefs and yeah. uh, because of we casually get to hear all time these reports of cross border uh, drug smuggling it, hmm. it was my uh, i found i casually found this hypothesis maybe we pay isi to get drugs across the border and then we use those drugs to quell down our own separatists okay so ISI each side is playing ISI. multiple games you're saying yeah so so isi gets the money because mm. park is of the poorer mm-hmm. the more cash strapped yeah and and more corrupt more right. poor and more corrupt entity and we mm. and we get to uh, win strategically okay i, I think that there that was an arrangement that could have happened in dulat durani era do you think that could be continuing now yes if it works hmm. i mean indians strongly believe in deal if making it works why yeah dando jugad matlab yeah fix problems through the, through that rather than force matlab when you can yes so hmm. i have so hmm. it, it's a hypothesis i'm not uh, of course forcing. yeah there is that hmm yeah guys uh, just to mention we are not alex jones or something we are not claiming all no, this is true no, or something these are not serious any huh. accusation yeah we are just uh, yeah. shooting in the dark the chemicals are not making the frogs i don't know about that actually i really don't know <laughs> so i don't know if you've heard that uh, it's a pretty famous uh, alex jones ka yeah, meme uh, ha yeah. Uh, that meme was actually confirmed by a scientific study that design <laughs> actually uh, is turning the frogs gay. I mean, it was affecting the sexual behavior of the tadpoles, and okay. uh, frogs don't have a particular hmm. gender until unless they get hmm. choked. So, due to altruism, tad hmm. tadpoles are not developing into male frogs. They their tendency was overwhelmingly hmm. shifted towards becoming female frogs hmm. so there was a hmm. deficit in male right male popula- male population in those areas where that hmm. uh, atrazine laced water was being thrown so okay people make fun of alex jones for that huh. thing, but it was but yeah. his claim was confirmed by the study right yeah actually i think so that a lot of thing uh, times you know a lot of many of these guys also uh, tend to exaggerate certain aspects of those conversations right alex jones alex jones you know while he might be let's say in the whole uh, episode 
might also cite some decent studies but you know in one part then he'll start talking about you know lizard aliens and all that so obviously then you know people will cut out that part and yes yeah so people are looking for uh, entertainment, entertainment. So entertainment yeah but it's just that some theories have been popularized uh because of the fact that alex jones was uh, entertaining hmm. alex jones was more rigorous more academic hmm. a lot of the stories might have more credibility yeah but that credibility would have been largely unknown so it's it's a very tough choice to make there is hmm. credibility and then there is popularity hmm and if if you want to popularize a notion you have to have that two pronged strategy that you have a one guy who works to get it all the prestige and all the credibility and the other guys uh, who dedicatedly work towards only the popularizing aspect of that right i think which is what uh, like let's say woke capital woke media has really gotten like understood very well they do it through academia also and you know then there'll be uh, some uh, children's cartoon jisme some random weird well, gender fluid song will come yeah but if you are being hmm. bankrolled by hmm. multi billion dollar industry then hmm. of course everything you will can do hmm. right right uh, i mean i don't know why the right wing is so bad at uh, figuring out uh, how to get financed and how to get uh, organized like, by right wing i generally mean like you know non organizational like uh, non establishment right wing <coughs> dissidents no, and such it's not uh, I, there is a good case to be made that it's not up to right to hmm. i mean there was a time when cia supported to far far right insurgencies in europe in latin america and hmm. it, right it military takeovers to... yeah yes uh, but then the agenda changed of objective hmm. change and the very same elites fund uh, different parties today so it's not up to right it's about they, their own interest yes it's about their own interest yes. hmm. today they like vote they will promote vote if tomorrow American elites decide to become Nazi. Hmm. The entire woke industry can vanish within within a, within a few months. They yeah, just definitely. They can without State Department funding and all. I think they'll just be gone. Yeah, <clears throat> they won't stand a day. Hmm. And the, the miracle of fine right is it has survived this far without hmm. the major funding. Yeah. yeah I, mean, i think very few uh, like actual like right wing thinkers or in the even in the west like i think uh, one example might be uh, yarvin right curtis yarvin yeah. moldberg yes who might have gotten and he was himself fairly successful also so maybe from peter thiel those side of type of people and that also is a very niche uh, part of that like i don't think all those uh, you know dudes on 4chan are getting any pff, money from anyone so there is that hmm. that uh, the fact that right survives is hmm. a miracle in itself hmm. the, the left is so uh, artificial it's just so synthetic hmm. that it has no appeal among the mass especially today's left right you talk about left left of uh, 70 80 years ago when it was actually about 
workers rights and thing then you can understand right. that yes it has some kind of hmm. natural appeal but with today's uh, hmm. synthetic you know sexualized and hmm. all that kind of stuff hmm. it's just survives on the uh, financial ventilator provided by the elites right right if you think about it even though leftism is supposed to be the culturally dominant strain the all these countries economically if you look at them are actually so dominated by capitalist uh, policy making right so it's almost yes. as if the elites just want that you concentrate on this aspect of uh, marxism socialism whatever or whatever we have characterized it as instead of the workers versus uh, bourgeoisie thing yeah. uh yes that there is that aspect also although uh, uh, Ma- marx and these people right are, uh, sort of uh, willing to tolerate uh, homos etc hmm. they were never they were not about uh, promoting them kind of yeah hmm. they were not about promoting them even hmm. if you uh, read marx writings hmm. he called uh, bojua uh, i don't know how to pronounce that word I, yeah bojua i know the quote you yeah please the, the he literally called bourgeoisie elites cucks and he said they share their wives he yeah. directly accused them and he was not and not in a praising way he right. was he, he he meant it negatively and he accused them of wife sharing and more mm. wife swapping and mm. all that stuff and he was uh, definitely against sex work he 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 was not this uh, pro rendirona stuff hmm. he, so there is that that although marx was willing to tolerate this tolerate lg lgbt kind he was hmm. not into promoting them and he was definitely not pro sex work and he was definitely not uh, uh, whatever other kind of degeneracy there are right right yeah i think you know i i think that, that's the thing you no know, like marx or even even later many of the traditional left uh, thinkers you know if you had them suddenly talking to a so called marxist or leftist professor today in a university even in like a decent indian university or let's say any western university it uh, it's very unlikely i think they'll actually want to talk about the same things exactly and uh, you know what indian leftists are often uh, i mean accused of being backed by soviet and china but if you look at their academic careers yeah they get uh, scholarship from uh, harvard or gale or right uh, some uh, oxford or cambridge uh, all kinds of incentive structure that in indian leftist academics are enjoying these are all, absolutely these are all either from uh, our own government policies or they are uh, getting these uh, student exchange programs for faculty exchange programs awards uh, honorary huh. degrees honorary doctorates all these things they are receiving this stuff from west all the incentive structure right. points towards west so the subversion of not just indian 
polity, but subversion of uh, left itself is a has been done by yeah. Western in infrastructure. Yeah, absolutely. And I I think <laughs> there are some very few uh, like w- proper leftist thinkers also today who actually talk about this thing. But again, they get completely drowned out by. the people who are backed up by these uh, you know like psyops or whatever you want to call them <clears throat> yes i mean uh, man booker prize uh, is uh, a british award actually hmm. and uh, people people like people again accuse arundhati roy of being china backed or whatever but uh man booker prize she won man booker prize from uk again yeah isn't that that strange hmm. i mean if arundhati roy had not won man booker prize for her novel hmm. she wouldn't have been uh, that that well known that prestigious she she's even written columns for the new york times right paid columns yes yes just has. just imagine you're writing literally for a billion dollar like media conglomerate and talking about you know the state oppressing the weak and you know the bourgeois i mean it doesn't it is it just seems so so hypocritical you know when aap was not a thing uh, it were, but uh, in 2011 or 12 when uh, anna kejriwal had just appeared on the scene with uh, uh, with their uh, anti-corruption mm. protests uh, and they were rising up all across the country uh, arundhati roy accused them of being uh, uh, funded by ford foundation and ford foundation mm. as a lot of people might know some may not know mm. but it is uh, it is uh, hands in glove with cie i mean mm. it, it is well documented it has been found out multiple times that uh four foundations which is supposedly an ngo but it gets uh, right. funding from the uh, state department us government and had employed cia personnel in its uh right projects hmm. and uh, even uh, during indira gandhi's time these people were quite active right yes they were uh, oh, Ford Foundation was uh, very close to Sanjay Gandhi. They, I right. Back. I think then they and might have helped they, with that entire uh, uh, program, no? To sterilize. Yes, uh, US has always been very, very much invested in population control in India. Yeah, right. It has always been interested in that aspect, and yeah, uh, Ford Foundation works on those matters. If yeah. you look at the uh, uh, work for foundation thanks mm. on and uh, mm. they spend a lot on uh, educating women and they explicitly say they, they educate mm. women because uh, mm. that brings down tfr yeah absolutely down... yeah there's a very like i think any sociological like even a basic study would tell you that there's a very very clear correlation between how much education a woman gets and how many children she is going to have and the f- another thing that food foundation heavily invests in india are 
uh, environmental NGOs and yeah. funding all these environmental protests and all. Basically, okay. uh, they they have worked very hard to stop many industrial projects in India. Okay. Pitting one one party against the other, one okay. state government against. But what do you think government. is the overall aim for of these things? <coughs> overall aim is. Uh, control upon natural resources okay if they can't keep us dependent control, on them yeah and if they can't directly control natural resources they hmm. do, they do not want anyone else to control natural resources so the natural yeah. resources remain unexploited and uh, un- unutilized by our own country and the two hmm. uh, delay and roadblock industrial development of uh, of a country like India until and unless right. we bow down to their geopolitical schemes. Right. So then, so uh, then uh, you know, CRT. So that's then, how may... the whole. Yeah, please. Oh, sorry. So no, that's no. how the whole uh, environmental aspect is a mask for all this geopolitical goal. Right. But uh, let's say some people say that the US might actually now want us st- want India to become a decently sized uh, power, like decently powerful country. maybe with a gdp maybe a bit higher than japan you know military which is at least you know second world tier matlab which can create some reasonable problems for china right if they have a great pa- proper great power competition with china so do you think like, they'll actually like really start trying to move things in that direction also because i don't know i i have not really seen any you know great uh, transformative kind of uh, change in that sense no they definitely want to arm india but okay uh, but uh, they do, they will not to be willing to uh, i think le- allow us to develop our own military industrial complex they would like us to buy their weapons right and they will they will be willing to subsidize and discount their weapons as much as they, they like in order to yeah prop a bulwark against china Right. They would avoid uh, self-reliance of India at all costs. So, uh, hmm. like, they allow service sector to develop in India because service hmm. sector allows you to make money. Service sector allows you to yeah. uh, create hmm. bourgeoisie, uh, professional and managerial. class of people right uh, service service sector gives flimsy mm. money i mean service sector gives you a shallow wealth wealth that will right. not help you at all when war comes yeah. you know what helps helps when war comes infrastructure helps exactly help, right. technology help absolutely so they, so they will allow financial capital mm. to increase in india mm. but they will not allow material capital to develop in india Right. So when I say speak of material capital, I talk about things that you can actually see with your own eyes, like hmm. uh, roads, dams, inland waterways, hmm. and uh, weapon factories, uh, your own research labs, and all this actual hmm. development shit. Yeah. But they will allow. Hmm. But they will allow uh, like uh, I don't know. Goldman Sachs and BlackRock opening a branch in India. That's fine. You can have that. Hmm. Uh, you can have uh, hundreds of code monkeys in software companies. They will allow Google, Amazon, Facebook 
all hmm. these uh, you know, virtual wealth generating right. companies and which actually creates actually, a lot of money for their own uh, big tech companies also right essentially yeah, they are so, getting so, to hire labor at such you know fraction of a cost yeah yeah, yeah the entire service sector growth of india is the creation of hmm. virtual wealth yeah and this virtual wealth will not uh, you know help us survive a time of real crisis because yeah uh, you know for real so sovereignty for real self reliance self development what the country really needs is uh food food in the food security that hmm. we can feed our own population water security right that that, that we can uh, give hmm. provide water i guess food security we have covered more or less right now we have we have covered Mm. but uh, again they they have their own schemes regarding farm laws right and uh, then uh, and then there's water security and there's huge amount of water wastage in india yeah we and, yeah uh, we actually do have yeah serious issues with water being you know depleted from uh, many of these agriculturally historically agriculturally very productive <coughs> regions yes and uh, you know then you don't know what to do right because you be you are not a country which can afford any high, very too too expensive high tech solutions right like people say okay israel mein dekho ye kya irrigation i mean dude israel is a literally a first world country matlab they can spend 20 30 times per capita per farmer than you there's no comparison and uh, then there is uh, energy security which is a huge yeah uh, weak point in our uh, system because uh, it's the lack of energy security that uh, makes us dependent on these gulf countries and absolutely yeah and that industry has not been allowed to develop by us okay so, uh, are you specifically talking about uh, solar or any particular uh, one or no uh, uh, specifically speaking hmm. solar energy and wind energy has been promoted in india a lot and you're saying nuclear promoted... uh, nuclear is where uh, yes all the nuclear projects have been uh, hmm. uh, road blocked by these uh, again same kind of uh, greenpeace hmm. ngo right things it's very similar to what has happened in uh, germany and japan also and if yes. you think about it these two countries in those areas the only ones which can actually you know in at some point really you know become a very powerful player exactly so see uh, japan right. could be uh, could be a bulwark against china too but america did not allow japan to to become a, become a bulwark against china generally. yeah america did not allow japan to become a real military right. power right you need to get them strong enough but you know not so uh, you know self sufficient that they don't need you anymore right yes so the so that very very smart strategy if you think will, about it yes so many people think that america will develop us because they need us to be a bulwark against china and my, right. and all i have to say for that is did it work for japan no did it Did it work right. for? Uh, I mean, Russia could have been a bulwark against China, but uh, is US treating it like that? No. Mm. Uh, 
I mean, did it work out for Australia again? No. Think so, about and uh, I think the worst example today would be South Korea. Look at that country. I mean, despite yeah. all that wealth, that society is completely destroyed. The soul of that society. Yes, I mean Japan was uh, redeveloping very fast and was hmm. on a momentous economic growth and. U U S played some hmm. uh, very complex diplomatic roles that I can't talk about here for the sake of brevity. Okay, sure. Uh, during eighties, and then Japan went into a recession that it never recovered from ever since nineties. Hmm. Right. And that recession was not uh, some uh, result of some natural pro- economic process. There were diplomatic pressures. to collapse japan and uh, right these games were played by us dominated international hmm. uh, yeah banking infrastructure in fact i think at some point uh, by the 80s or early 90s japanese manufacturers were almost beating american manufacturers in everything right like biggest yes, uh, computing uh, like computing sorry uh, biggest uh, tv manufacturer biggest car manufacturer biggest even your playstation and all right these kind of things Most, everything yeah, like new electronics the... is being made in japan even if you remember yeah, most they... of the like initial cameras and all we used to get everything was coming yes. from japan yes and it was of top notch quality uh, yeah very much uh, actually f- f- sometimes i think fairly cheaper than american ones and more sturdy higher quality yes and the thing is now it's a very debt ridden country yeah and there were uh, and there were some economic policies that were forced to be cha- forcibly changed by america and japan so it's a very uh what what can i say Faustian deal, yeah, yeah, to be an ally of US in that case. Yeah, basically a Faustian bargain, like I think uh, yes. technically, yeah. The... Yes, that that's the term. Yeah, kind of like uh, you know, deal with the devil essentially. I think that uh, the... might be a term which people might uh, find easier to understand. Yes, and. Uh... you know we were talking about tanking and you know uh, uh, crt we actually moved away so much from the topic we decided initially but uh, we'll <laughs> still uh, you know keep the, the conversation like going in like whichever direction is going i just want to ask by the way like how much time do you have left i think uh, i mean maybe 10-15 minutes. Okay, sure. Like uh, you can, uh, yeah, continue your point. Make any other remarks also. Uh, let me know whenever you want to wrap up. So, okay. Uh, you know, we talk about Indian CEOs too. Yeah. And and uh, I think I sense a conspiracy in that on that matter too because uh, <laughs> I give a thread on this issue. Right. Like it's it was my theory that uh, Indian CEOs, uh, mm. I mean, the proliferation of Indian CEOs all over the map is has to be some kind of a huge coincidence. Because hmm. I'm not downplaying these people's uh, efforts, of okay. success. But uh, all I'm saying is that uh, in 
Indians can be smart, Indians can be talented and hardworking, but Indians mm. are not only people who are smart, hardworking and talented. Yeah. So there has to be uh, there's something going on there which is very fishy and right. Uh, what I notice is that all the U.S. far right hmm. anger is being directed upon those same corporations, huh. which are now uh, suddenly appointing Indian CEOs one after the other. I okay, mean, so you think they are like uh, you know Papa Jhul take the heat for now and yeah they are they are like corporate Manmohan Singhs. That's my. <laughs> that's, that's a very good term. yeah that's a very interesting term corporate manmohan singhs yes uh, i mean uh, the hmm. uh, i think a good idea for uh, adani ambani ji please uh, take note <laughs> you can actually also use this technique and chill out at some point yes all the uh, i mean huh. all these uh, i mean uh, corporations are majoritarily jewish owned i mean uh, Google's founders huh. were Jewish, but suddenly they stepped hmm. down from CEO position and appoint Sundar Pichai. And hmm. the moment Sundar Pichai gets appointed, Google starts uh, uh, rolling out all the unpopular policies were rolled out once Indian CEO was. Uh, can you give some examples? Like, uh, I'm forgetting uh, <coughs> what, so when exactly he was appointed, what happened after that? Uh, Google had the uh, earlier had a mock, mock or a tagline, what they call it, uh, don't be evil. And uh, huh. that tagline was uh, removed from its uh, entire PFPR. Okay. Don't be uh, And huh. then uh, there was a huge, uh, I mean, uh, controversy. They, uh, Sundar Pichai fired an engineer from Google who, who questioned. Uh, policies regarding uh, Google's feminist policies. That right. Oh, on. right, 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 right. Di- di- diversity, diversity hiring and all these uh, yes, affirmative yes, actions. Yes, yes, yes. There was a yes. go- internal Google memo no, which someone leaked and yes. he was like, Ki, bhai, main toh, matlab, I'm just politely asking questions. Why am I, why am I being, being fired? And Sundar Falls hmm. fired him. And right. then there was this leaked video where... Uh, uh, when Trump won elections and all the Google employees were, I mean, they were collected in a hall and they were crying in front of Pichai and Pichai was consoling them and saying it was mm. a very sad moment. And it, it, it was a very strange thing to happen. Why, why are they concerned about uh, Trump's election at all? But uh, mm. but that thing happened on uh, and uh, it was a huge deal and Sundar was hated for that. Uh, mm, yeah. Similar thing, uh, one thing, which is the most infamous corporation at this point of time and one can easily say only fans is the most, uh, uh, I mean, controversial, <laughs> not just controversial, huh. but hated brand. And right. suddenly, who do they apply like, and right. receive? Uh, some Indian called Amrapali Gan or something. That's oh my god! Uh, it's in. I didn't even know that, dude. OnlyFans has an Indian CEO. Uh, it, it was not founded by an Indian, but huh, right now it got all the notoriety. Right. They suddenly uh, the found an the, Indian. Yeah, the white male CEO stepped down, and suddenly hmm. they they appointed this Indian girl. And uh, again, that was, uh, it happened during a very suspicious time. 
and the same mm. thing happened in uh, parag agrawal case same thing happened in uh, yeah fedex yeah fedex so the uh, and this one and also right uh, mastercard master crunchy roll the again ha huh. and anime fans have been hating that uh, <laughs> anime streaming services for some time it was getting bad pr what do they okay. do again point an indian ceo so right they have been like this i mean some there was some pitch meeting and somebody said uh, how, what do we replace juice with who can get more hated than juice and yeah. somebody said you know what there are these brahmans ha huh. they can easily uh, <laughs> they can easily be confusing huh. getting hate they take all the hate yeah so they, they take all the hate they, they used they used to much worse and you know they'll happily yes. do it for you know that uh, multi million package yeah so it happens at right. some point in some pitch mm. meeting uh, and i don't know if anyone will want us but guys if you ever need anyone to you know i, I like yeah. everyone hates me on twitter for sure right don't even care anymore so if you want someone like that i am perfect you know don't even need to pay me millions thoda matlab you know something not too too close to the proletariat if you get my drift you know i can be maggie see you <laughs> yeah Maggie, Maggie is in like oh, the whole thing, no Nestle. <laughs> yes. It make him Nestle CEO. I don't know you Nepali bros if you're watching. I'll do with YY. YY का CEO बना दो यार. हाँ. को क्यों लेना है यार बढ़िया Nepal's first billionaire man. Anyways, you've been preying on Gadwali's historically. अभी भी कर लो. it would be better to have a indian brahman instead of bahun chhetri and whatever they have <laughs> uh, i am not a brahmin though so i don't know if uh, that uh, you know they think uh, yeah, rajput might be indian... too apity for that or uh, <laughs> if that might be some stereotype yeah but uh, even indian chhetri would be better than uh, indigenous nepali chhetri and that yeah. would be a better cover up <laughs> yeah i don't want them to be at get oppressed man they are uh... A decent people. Uh, they should be should be some uh, evil manuadi like us. So yeah, I think we can wrap it up here. Yeah, CRT. I it was when uh, this was a really really um, interesting conversation. With this time we actually went down to some territory which generally people don't uh, touch, like uh, which they think is too much, uh, you know, bordering conspiracy theories and. uh you know things which are too uh, too uh, you know r- risky for uh, polite society to mention in polite society yeah. Yeah, so i'm glad we we did that actually i actually got to know quite a few interesting things which i didn't know about i just want to ask you one thing uh, so briefly we also kind of touched upon one uh, issue one sub topic which i think we've just basically covered you know the the mole on the mountain so i think and i think that is the entire socialism capitalism thing right where the yeah. basic very fundamental division of modern day politics comes from so and uh, yes. yeah so i think that is some one thing we should properly cover like because you know indians have also caught into that thing ki matlab hum right wing hai to matlab that means uh, you know all everything mark said is wrong 
Prager you is uh, the gospel. Libertarianism means, you know, it's it's a perfect system. Yeah, I will I have a confession to make. I was huh. like one point. I mean, I I was I like that never, like I think even 2 3 years ago, 2 years ago maybe. I, I never I mean, I adopted the label like I am a libertarian, but uh, hmm. I was very much a fan of uh, many uh, libertarian thinkers and their talking points. Right. So I used yeah. to think all this Prager U and these kind of uh, libertarian YouTube channels in the US, they were uh, so logical, so brilliantly put together. Socialism will never work, you know things like that, right? Yeah, someday we we can do a podcast on this specific topic because right. I I I have I have I have been very deep into this stuff. Yeah, and. Uh, I mean, <laughs> I oh god, uh, it brings back some memories. So, I mean, someday, right? We, we can do it. Right, absolutely, bro. And uh, like, this is something which I I think I have not gone as deep as you, but uh, I have you know been very keenly interested. And I always try to you know hear uh, more deeper perspectives on this. right because i think there's a lot more which is uh, hiding in the shadows which needs to be uh, brought out especially for the indian audience so uh, with that crt thank you so much for your time man i think uh, thanks i have really cut cut into some of your sleeping hours but thank you so much again man I definitely see you next time good night next time good night